back to the hotel tonight because we did something today that no one thought we could do, including us. So we're going out, we're celebrating, and we're going to rub it in this city's fucking face! Yeah! Okay, officially halfway through the regular season. Seven weeks down. Wow. Feels like it's been 20 weeks. I mean, with all the drama we had, it's just pretty unbelievable what we've been through. But happy to make it halfway through the season. I mean, I remember last year, every week felt like a gift with what was going on with COVID and whatnot. And so I'm down to keep feeling that way. It's nice to really appreciate the season. Crazy little week. Uh, Tyler and Joey got their first win, which is very exciting. And also, oh, wow, yeah. Tobacco race, incredibly fun because Nat and Evan – with a solid 65.94, which by 0.2 did not put them in the lowest 10 scores ever. They are not, that didn't add them. But by 0.2, 65.7 is the 10th lowest score ever. Matt and Evan must be panicking. Time for Mark and I to get a little worried because we're also two and five, but our team isn't as bad. So I assume we won't be in the running in a couple of weeks. Lost this week by two. I don't know, man. Crazy, crazy times here at the podcast. Crazy times. You got to win. Crazy times here at the podcast. Yeah, we. I did get a win. It was fucking huge. Low-key, the Rio Grande Margaritas have the best defense in the league. Very, like, very low-key. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm feeling pretty good compared to, like, I'm in eighth right now, tied for eighth with Dan, who I just beat. I'm playing Joey and Tyler this week, who low-key, like, first of all, no one has been talking about the trade that they just made. Yeah, what the fuck? At all. Who was it? It was uh, Joe Burrow Burrow for Claypool. Yeah. So, like, their team is nice. I mean, mean, there's really no other way to put it. Adding Burrow is a really nice ad because, I mean, we've been talking about it all season. Their biggest issue is their quarterback going into the year was Tua. So – Having Joe Burrow, who's absolutely been slinging it. I mean, the Bengals is a whole other story. How fun are they to watch? I mean, your boy Jamar Chase is just a fabulous player. Dude, that touchdown, that touchdown over the middle where, like, kind of spun out of it and the guy in the Ravens, like, slowed down because he thought the tackle was Made. completed. Yeah. That was – that was is one of my favorite touchdowns I've seen all season. Like, unbiasedly. Yeah. That was fucking sick. That, it was, I mean, he's he's been a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it's – the Bengals are kind of back. I mean, Burrow is – They're so in. back. Mixon, when he's – I mean, even though he's not that healthy, he's having a very solid year, a lot of touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy time. I, I don't know why nobody's talking about this trade. I guess it's not like blockbuster or anything, but, I mean, it's a great trade for both teams. Tyler and Joey don't need Claypool. They have feeling Michael Pittman Jr., who has been very low-key wide receiver, too, all season. He's the 20th yeah. wide receiver. Uh, and they have Sutton, so – they're stacked at wide receiver, and they have OBJ on their bench, so they got rid of an extra wide receiver, bringing in you know a quarterback, which is what they needed. So uh, I think, I mean, it's an exciting time for their team, and they're going to get Chris Carson back in a couple weeks. Yeah, if I was Matt Nevin, I would start panicking. Dude, I mean, they're fully panicking. I, I for the group me has been, uh, it has been so up and down. Also, shout out Danny. I've never in my life seeing someone be so so positive and so willing to take on a role and then just the quickest <laughs> the quickest 180 i've ever seen it in any sense six links and he's like 
But if someone else could do it, I really fucking hate this. <laughs> I definitely, I love the initiative. Thank you, Danny. Like not, not fucking with you. We do appreciate you sending it obviously, but I mean, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be boys if like we didn't feel comfortable enough to call you out on you saying, I'm, I'm so happy to do it. And then saying, I really am not having fun doing it. So funny. Uh, but I'm glad we are putting, uh, putting some moves in there. And yeah, Evan and Matt, dude, I mean, I'm still, let's not forget the mantra of the season. It's a season of underreacting. But Evan, Evan and Matt, one to 10 panicking, they are a quote unquote 12. So I don't, I don't know if they, I think this is a case of, I don't know if they just flat out tank too early. And I know you guys kind of led the charge there, but again, like you guys are obviously better, a better team, much better team. Or if they really overestimated the guys that they were going to be running with for the rest of the year. Cause like we've said it time and time again, this is the worst fantasy team I think in any sport of in any league ever. Like we need to really start sending this around and like, like make t-shirts blow this up because this is a, it's borderline embarrassing. Well, let's just so be like, very clear about something. Please. Four weeks in a row now, Matt and Evan have scored fewer points than anybody else in the league. They would not have beaten any team in the league for four weeks in a row. But yeah, I mean, for them, it's more than panic time. I mean, there's, unless they play a team that really has like injuries or something like they're not, they can't score enough points to beat someone. Even if someone has a bad week, like theoretically their, their, their points aren't going to be enough to beat them. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's funny. I, I'm not worried. Mark keeps texting me like, we, we're, we're, but we're fucked. Like we're going to be sacked. I'm like, dude, like you don't understand how bad their team is. Like there's no way they win another game. And they're going to score fewer points than us. So even if we don't win another game, which is unlikely because we play them again. Um, but, you know, anything could happen. If Aaron Rodgers were to tear his ACL or if we were to lose Debo Samuel, I mean, Debo Samuel, I don't even, we don't even need to talk about it. But if we hadn't traded away our team, like he's kind of the steal of the draft. He's currently wide receiver yeah. five. We got him in the sixth round. His worst week was 11 points, but he's had no fewer than eight targets in any game. I mean, he's a dominant wide receiver. It's fun to watch. It's incredible. And yeah, I don't, it's the jokes write themselves. I mean, like first it's the two funniest people for it to happen to. Maybe if it was you and Evan too, just because you're even that much more involved in the group, mate. But like <laughs> for them to have this happen, like the plan is blowing up. So in their face and like, they can, they can say we're anti Philly. I'm like, objectively, I so I'm so anti Philly. It's a cool city, I guess, to be in, but like, they take so fucking hard year in and year out. And last year, that was like the most heated pod we probably had with that whole, with the, the Doug Peterson incident. And now it's, it's truly intertwined itself into our fake fantasy football league. And like somehow, some way they are actually getting impacted by the horrible culture that Philly sports has. I mean, it's, it's, it's a true case study. And the in, best part is my two of them went to the Knicks Sixers game last night to watch the Sixers get stomped by the New York Smacked. Knicks. Smacked. Did you guys see each other? I did not see them, uh, but I happily watched the Knicks win. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, they're looking nice. They're they looking are, nice. Let's, I mean, I'm let's, trying to think anything ahead of ourselves, but it's fun to watch. No, right now. underreacting, underreacting. Big trying big. to think, was there anything? I got fined. I got fined ten bucks. No big deal. I'm not I'll take lie. it. You deserve to get fined. You yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, honestly, it was one of those things where uh, I will say I do. Lo- 
totally fine with it. I, I put my accountability in there right away. Sure. Uh, I think I saw it maybe Thursday, like morning or Thursday, like on the way to the airport. Cause I knew I wasn't going to play him no matter what. And then I saw, and then I just completely forgot to do it. So worthy of the fine. Uh, and yeah, Loki Jarvis. I mean, I'm curious how he even does for the rest of the year. Yeah. I That's mean, like a very low key guy to have on the bench. I mean, especially with how bad Odell has been. I mean, Odell is getting the targets. He just is getting drops. Like he's dropping balls like crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess other than that group me again, it's going up a little bit, you know, Engagement has kind of been going up there. I mean, I hope but... I hope there'll be big engagement in person at Ball's party on Friday. I know Joey's. Oh my God! Here. Yeah, I know most of us live around here, so hopefully we can uh, talk some smack and enjoy ourselves. Uh, but if you have nothing else to say, I think we can no. turn our guests in. Let's bring them in. We have here. We have here the only team, as they tell us so often, the only team that is managed out of two time zones. They are known for their banter in the group me. They're known to pop in and Can out. Can you guys hear me? And there they are. <laughs> Welcome, Tyler and Joey. Yeah. of Team Pace, which I think that team name needs to change. But anyway. That's wrong. That's wrong. It's The Paste. It's The Paste. The, the paste. paste. Sorry. The Paste. Welcome to the podcast. How are we doing, guys? Thank you, guys. How are we doing? Bless you, bitch. Happy to be here. Oh, Joey's lagging. Joey's laggy, Larry. <laughs> you see what I have to deal with? Like, I'm is, lagging? Uh... Yeah, you're on tape, but it's nothing new. It's nothing new. I can hear you perfectly. It's it's very clear for me on my end over here, yeah. Oh, we're, we're glad it's clear for you. That's amazing. <laughs> Tyler, how are you? It looks like it's Hold on, I'm going gonna... to... Where you be... are right now. I mean, how's your morning been? Uh, yeah, I'm doing well, man. It's a beautiful morning in San Francisco. Um, got a large coffee for free. So, uh, feeling good. Feeling very good. And do you think maybe you could just give everyone in the league who doesn't know a little update on why you're in San Francisco, what you're doing there? Um, I'm currently at Hastings College of the Law. So, yeah, going to law school, if anyone doesn't know, um, which has been pretty crazy, but... Um, I'm kind of throwing that into a reason why we're one in six as well. You know, big year, first year law school. That's how it is. How it goes. Which one? Which one do you think is more impactful of why you guys have been so bad this year? The time zones or the law school? Dude, it's got to be time zones. <laughs> Dude, no, we. I don't know. I don't even think we've been that bad. I think you know. We, we've had, like, a lot of bad luck, and our team wasn't the best going in, but we have the most points against, too. I mean, like, it's just luck at that point. And, uh, you know, we're putting up solid points. I, I, I can't complain. It's just, um, you know, every week's different. It's how it is. Yeah, I mean, if you look at your team right now, I just have your roster pulled up. The worst player rank you have for a starting player is 20th, and that's Michael Pittman Jr., so your team isn't that bad. I mean, obviously the quarterback issues to start the year, trusting Tua and Justin Fields, that put you in a little bit of a pull the first few weeks. You went out after a big win this week and acquired Joe Burrow, which we need to hear more. Great about. trade. Great trade. But yeah, I mean, you're looking pretty primed to not be the Sacco considering who your competition is. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. We're very pumped about uh, 
We're very pumped about getting Burrow. It was specifically designed to play Kenny this week. <laughs> even even though I have his favorite wide receiver, so the points will cancel out. That's exactly why. That's exactly why. Sure. <laughs> he can beat you everywhere except for Jamar Chase. I I well, disagree. All, how did the trade come about? Were you looking to acquire a quarterback? Did Rubenstein come to you looking to get Claypool? How did it come? Yeah, uh, Ruben. Rubenstein yeah. uh, reached out to us. He was like, "You guys want player rank eight, Joe Burrow?" And I said, "And I said for who?" And he said, "Clay Space Cool, not Claypools, Clay Space Pool." And uh, we just went for it because <laughs> we weren't going to start him anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. You have a lot of good wide receivers. That has never been your issue. Um, so that's a great trade for you guys. I mean. Burrow has been, as you said, player rank eight. I mean, he's been awesome the last few weeks, especially. Where do you think this puts you for the rest of the season? Are you guys worried about being the Sacco? Or you feel confident you'll get at least one more win, maybe two, which will take you out of the conversation? Or is every week just a nail biter? Yeah, I don't know if you saw the uh, updated playoff chances. We have a 7% chance to make the playoffs. Um, we'll see. <laughs> 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 but no, I mean, no, yeah, realistically, like, I think we can get like two, maybe three more wins. But yeah, the end of our schedule is really tough, um, which I honestly kind of wanted to bring up. Like, I feel like our schedule is always super tough because it's almost still like it's like still formatted when we had divisions. Like, we have to play Ball, Greer, and fucking Conti like twice every season. Um, and they've been really and, – and Danny, too. These are, like, all really good teams, like, consistently. So, it's been tough for us every year. And, like, I, I think uh, the commissioner should look into that, like, if the scheduling is actually proper. So what would you – like, how would you want to change that? Because it, it is luck be in random the draw. Every year. I think is it, it randomized be every year? Because I, I, I honestly don't know. Like Last year you played Reardon, Kenny, and Hugh twice. So fuck it. And that's, I mean, those are yeah, those are those are three teams you want to play last season. The year before sure. you played me and Mark and Jesse and Henry twice. Wait, oh, that's I, huge! I swear to God, we Can played. Jesse Henry had the best team that year. I'm sorry. Isn't that the year Jesse and Henry won? No, that would be 2017 or 2018. <laughs> that was just, that was a sick championship by them. Oh, this is tough. Fuck. <laughs> Joey, this, Joey, you, can't, you? you can't blame this on the time zones. This yeah. is tough, Joey. <laughs> I'm in the car. I'm in the middle. Of, I'm literally in the car in the middle of downtown Boston. You got some horrible service. Why is your service so bad? <laughs> My service is full bars. <laughs> literally the fullest of bars. Yeah. But No, but... uh. Yeah, I think we can get a win this week against Kenny, and I think we could probably get one more against Ruben Denny's. I mean, they, they cannot break 100 points. Like, it's actually, you know, but you saw you saw this week, like, you and uh, your, you and uh, Mark's matchup, Will, like, both under 100 points. Like, that could happen to us, you know? So, they can, I, I don't see how Ruben Den- Denny's – I can't say it's impossible, but, like, you know, they could always squeak out a win. We were just discussing they, for four weeks consistently, have not had a score that would have beaten anybody in the league. They've had four weeks in a row as the lowest score in the league. 
So that yeah. has to go well, both you and me. I mean, we're in the same situation you guys are in, where it's we need one more win, basically secure not being Sacco, assuming they don't win again. So, how right. is that possible? How is it possible that for four weeks in a 12 team league, they literally would not have been in a single team once? Not a single. It's 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 almost impossible. Like fantasy wise, that is the most impressive thing I've ever heard. I mean, it's only possible if your running backs are Jamal Williams and Mark Ingram. That's literally the only way. It's <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I dipped off for a sec. Is uh is my connection a little better now? Oh, it's a lot much better. better it's so clear. Yeah, I literally needed a factory <laughs> reset. Literally needed it. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, so so actually. We, we're pumped because, like, Pitt seems to be coming into his own, which was, like, a nice little trade for us. Um, you know, we turned we turned Noah Fant into, like, Pitts and Burrow at this point. So, like, that's pretty good for us. And, uh, you know. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about something. I'm, I'm excited guys- about that. And also, Najee seems to be co- Oh, also, Miles Sanders got hurt, which is Wait, so funny. We don't root for inter- injuries, obviously, but like, let me be very clear about Ruben Denny's curse. I Here say, we go. I say I, it, every that's time, on me, every guys. Week on the podcast, this is on me. He is not a good fantasy running back. He has scored over ten points once this season. He is not a good fantasy running back, even though he's the only running back. He is trash. He has not had more than eleven carries since week two. Like. He's not a good fantasy running back. Literally couldn't agree more. He, every year they're like, yeah, Miles Sanders in the six is such a good keeper. Like, no, it's not. He stinks. <laughs> he literally stinks. He's garbage. Anyway. Yeah, I'm going to apologize for opening that can of worms. Well, because I don't want to talk about <laughs> Miles Sanders is absolutely trash. He's absolutely trash. trash. Never been good. Hasn't had a good game, I don't think, in his whole career. He's like, had- fantasy-wise. Three games last year he had good games because every single one of those games he had a touchdown run of over 60 yards. Without those touchdown runs, he is a garbage fantasy player. Garbage. I like Boston Scott the best. Yeah, I'm a big That's my boy. Guy. Anyway, back to your team. Your boy. Discuss your team a little bit. Not only did you make some trades that I thought made your team better for this year, but you acquired some picks, some late-round keepers. How are you looking towards next year? Where – who are you going to be your keepers or what are you thinking? What's the base of your team? How are you going to structure your team next year to not have these issues that you've had this year? Tyler, yeah. you want to take it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm, well, we're hesitant. You know, we like Burrow um, as a keeper. Uh, he's pretty late, but you know, we, we made the mistake this year of keeping Tua in the 10th. Um, you know, maybe it just doesn't matter as much like Burrow. We'll see how Burrow does for the rest of the season, but um. You know, we traded away DK, so that was our, you know, big wide receiver keeper. Um, but I think, you know, if Kyle Pitts keeps doing what he's doing, I'm probably going to keep him. And, you know, Najee in the first round. With two you know, second-round picks. Pretty pretty solid. Yeah, so we'll, so we'll see. I mean, we, we also have uh, Cam Akers as well. So, um, I don't know if we'll keep him. I don't know what Rams are going to do with him. But, um, I mean, I think we're set up, you know, two second-round Picks. It's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty sweet. Is that the only extra pick you guys have? No, we have another seventh rounder also. And what did you give away? Did you give away a late rounder? We no, gave, like, we gave fifth or something. I think no. We yeah, we gave them a fourth, fourth? rounder. 
Right. So, I mean, you have a very good core. If you have two second rounders, you have two seventh rounders, you might keep Michael Pittman in the seventh round, maybe. Um, I mean, him, yeah. not Harris in the first, potentially Pitts in the third. I mean, that's a good core. That's a much better core than you were set up with this year when not only were your keepers a little suspect, but the drafting was a little suspect. So, I mean, I think you've done really well to turn it around and also make sure that you may not be the sack up. Well, and the biggest, the biggest move, I think, is Cordell Patterson. Like this yeah, is a guy that was literally, I mean, he literally, I was thinking about this. I can't think, and let me know what, if you guys have any examples here, he started as just that dude that was like exclusively a kick returner, borderline wide receiver, crazy dreads, and was just so fucking fast. <laughs> he had to be on the field. And now he's a top five ranked running back. Yeah, like, it, It's complete change. It's crazy. I mean, I remember he had that first year with Minnesota where he was a ridiculous kick returner. Then there was all the hype that he was like wide receiver one in Minnesota. He's going to be the wide receiver for them. And he stunk as a wide receiver. Stunk. Like, had a horrible season. And then he's bounced around. He was in New England. He was in Chicago. They couldn't find a role for him really anywhere. Atlanta takes him and says, fuck it, we're going to make him a running back full time. He doesn't really line up in the wide receiver slots ever. And he's just been dominant. He catches like six balls a game, though. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and they're like all – they're all for five yards. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> he, has, he has four games of over five receptions. Last two games, he's gotten 14 carries each game, which is a lot for a guy who isn't used to the wear and tear of being a running back, but he's been productive. And obviously, oh, yeah. he has, you know, he has seven TDs or six TDs this year, which is huge. Yeah, that's that's been big, honestly. He's taken a lot of the uh, workload on the ground, too. Um, and we honestly, we didn't expect this from him, you know, it was like, just, it happened and it allowed us to get rid of Chase Edmonds. And I, you know, I'm happy we eventually did that. Um, you know, we really, we think Edmonds is really good. And I think he's fucking, he fucking sucks. <laughs> I, 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 he fucking, I was so high on him coming into the season. This charge, this charge doesn't have a fucking, he doesn't have a touchdown. He literally he doesn't have a touchdown on the most productive offense in the league. It's pretty Joey, great. I am Joey, yeah. I am begging. I have been begging someone to reverse jinx me. Begging. I, I literally don't think I could walk into a reverse jinx store and they wouldn't take my currency. Like there's nothing I can do about it. I mean But uh, he fucking blows. Like I was so high on him and he's just fucked me left and right. He's so chill. No, he's, yeah, he's he so had a good chill. start to the season chill. though. I mean he he catches a lot of balls, but then I don't know. James Conner started it's all Rondell Moore. Moore yeah, Rondell Moore. Jeez Louise. Yeah, Rondell this Moore guy carries as well. He also gets in the backfield sometimes. Yeah. He also had, like, two of the best catches I've ever seen. Like, out of the blue. It was, like, a toe-tapper, like, 60-yard pass down the field. Rondell Moore is, like, uh, this guy is uh, the next level here. He's, he's probably better than Chase Edmonds, but they won't, you know, I don't know. We, uh... We like Cordero in the end. We especially like Najee. I mean, Najee turned out to be like a true RB1, which was dope. So, you know, can't can't complain there. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Najee's season has been very interesting. The first four weeks, he basically couldn't run the ball at all, averaging under three yards a rush. And he was yeah. in the receiving game. He had that game with 14 catches for 100 yards. Um, and then the last two weeks, he's been dominant on the ground, averaging close to five yards a rush. He's got a couple of touchdowns. And – I mean, since week one, he scored 20 or more every single week. You can't ask for much more out of your RB1. 
you, you can't ask for much more. And I think he was just, you know, little jitters, little rookie jitters, you know, like he's just trying to get out there. Yeah. It's also very rare to see a rookie get the entire workload. I mean, they basically don't yeah. call to anybody else on that team ever. Yeah. Well, that was part of it for us. Like we knew like that's what Mike Tomlin likes to do anyway with running backs. Like he just likes to just like pump them carries. So he likes to pump them. Mike Tomlin likes to pump his running backs. Yeah. He likes to pump his running backs. He likes to bump, pump dump. He likes to do it all um, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to his running backs. So we knew that. Yeah. I mean, it's worked out well for you. I mean, I seriously think, you know, a few weeks ago we were saying you're kind of a lock for the for the Sacco, and since the trades and what you've done, and now acquiring Burrow, I mean, I'm pretty confidently would say that you're not the favorite. I would say Ruben Denny's is the favorite at 75 percent chance, and then you and I, our team and your team, probably the other two that are kind of in the mix. But I think it's a guarantee you get at least one more win, and I'd be surprised. I if you uh, I also like don't know when the punishment was decided. I don't remember this happening. I don't remember voting on it. When when was yeah. this? Like, you know, I, it was like week five. I, I told Joey, I was like, we're going to have to wear a dress. And he was like, what? <laughs> I, was like, I had no idea what the punishment was. Nobody told me. Nobody reached out via email, via text. They didn't reach out. You read the group, and uh, really in there for a couple uh, weeks. I, it wasn't in there. It wasn't in there. But, you know, uh, it's, it, it is what it is. I don't think we're going to be the Sacco. I think that, like, unless, you know, barring injury, knock on wood. But, like, I like I like what we're doing. We have a nice – I like our – like, our receivers are, like, literally swagmeisters. Minus, minus feeling, honestly. Like, if we started Claypool, Pittman, and Sutton, like, we'd literally be the swag team. But, uh, like, you, you ever do 2K where you'd make a swag team and the first pick is always Nate Robinson? Like, that's what it is. No, I've never done that. I've, I've never done that. It's very niche. Unless I'm also like editing Nate Robinson to be like seven foot four. I'm not, I'm not picking Nate Robinson with the first pick. In the swag draft? Not in the swag draft. draft. AI, I would, I, I would put AI over Nate Robinson in a swag nah, draft. AI has Jam- no swag, dude. I'll be Jamal taking, Crawford. I'll be taking Alec Burks in the swag draft first. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this Alec is, uh, Burks. Jeez Louise. This is borderline racist, I think. But yeah, Alec. Oh. <laughs> borderline racist when Joey immediately said Adam Thielen wasn't swaggy. That was. Yeah. He's scrappy. Yeah, though. but he's a hard worker and a gym rat. I mean, all those things, you know? <laughs> He's just a hard worker. Player. He's scrappy. He's a, he's a gym rat. Yeah, he's scrappy. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of scrappy. Steve Novak. Yeah, he's literally the Steve Novak of the league. Um, All right, I just pulled into my parking spot. How fun is that? We got a little podcast versus Sacco matchup. What are we thinking, Kenny? I mean, you got to be more nervous than they are at this point. I'm really not nervous. I mean, I uh, even looking even looking at the matchup, like, Joey, Joey started this saying they, they can take me with everyone other than Jamar, but Brady's literally the number one ranked quarterback. They are playing the Saints. The only thing I'm nervous about is, is him and Lenny playing the Saints. Also, would really love a Lenny update if, uh, if Lenny any of you have they're, heard anything. Yeah, they're still boys texting. Last night they didn't get to play because Lenny had to pick up his babies from the airport. So Unbelievable. But yeah, they text on a daily basis. We should try and get like a weekly. Is this like a normal? Is this like a there. normal uh, thing on uh, about Lenny? Is Lenny like a discussion topic now on yeah. the show? Oh, I'm, so, the oh, I'm sorry, Joey. If you listened, maybe you would know. 
That's very factual. I have not listened to the podcast in many weeks. So, no, I'm not worried about playing That's the pace. I'm not worried about playing the pace. Tyler Lockett sucks. Edmund sucks. Hopefully they do something. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm really not too concerned. I, I don't think yeah. I'm going to, like, blow them out because I actually do think they're a lot nastier than, than they've been giving credit for. And we've said that before you guys actually came on. But uh, I'm I'm really not too concerned. And if they if they feel that they have everyone uh, advantage wise other than Jamar Chase, I think they're seriously overlooking the Rio Grande Margaritas. Yeah, I mean uh, I'm definitely nervous. I mean Kenny definitely has a solid team, so you know we're just trying to do the yeah. best we can to play some defense on his best player, and he just comes at us like that. But at the same time, it's like you know we we don't have to win. I mean it's fine, like. We'll, we'll, we'll get a win eventually, but, you know, Kenny, Kenny wants to uh, compete this year, I think. So, I mean, the pressure is on him. It's like, you know, first round of March Madness, like underdog is just no pressure, just going to, you know, do their thing. And all the pressure is on Kenny, I think. I mean, our guys are our guys. We know what they can do. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm so, gunning for a playoff spot. I'm gunning yeah, for exactly. a playoff spot. Yeah, so the pressure is on. I like you gotta that us. analogy a lot. I like that analogy for March Madness a lot. Now I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. What yeah, was that? that team, the, what's that weird team that always like sneaks in? Oh wait. Middle te- like Middle Tennessee, yeah. Florida Gulf Coast, <laughs> Florida Gulf Lo- Loyola Chicago. Yeah, Loyola Chicago. Literally Loyola Chicago. See, I want like a, a Cal a Cal Poly appearance or something. Sister something weird. Pepperdine. Mm-hmm. Sister Jean, is that her name? What's the fuck? Oh, Sister Jean. Jean. Yeah, 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 Sister Jean's a legend. I'm uh, <laughs> I like the new team name, honestly. The pace. Yeah, where where did that come from? Is that did you, I wanted to ask about that? Was that when you guys were playing I think, Sam? I think Tyler, I think Tyler really just likes that nickname that they gave Sam Greer. Yeah, I wanted to get in his head. I thought we were gonna win that week, honestly. It was the I thought week we were I literally changed. gonna beat Greer that week. It was the week we changed our name to Tone Setters and they changed their names to the pace to play Dan and Sam. Yeah, that was yours was yours was way better. That was funny. No, I mean we got our asses kicked. It didn't work. Where did, can <laughs> I actually can I actually kick Why this back? Team always- where did Will, where did Shuckers Anonymous come from? Because that's an amazing <laughs> one. So last, uh, last summer at my country house, uh, my mom asked Joey and Hugh to shuck the corn for dinner. <laughs> and the rest of the night, Joey, Hugh, and I were just making shock jokes. I don't really know even how you describe it, but like we were just like replacing people's names with shock. So like Shaquille O'Neal, Shakira. Uh, good luck, Shock. Good luck, Shock. Good luck, Shock. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, and uh, Shuckers Anonymous was is literally like the funniest name. I. I one of the funniest, at least. Yeah, and then we just became <laughs> Chuckers Anonymous. I don't really know much where it came from. My uh, ultimate team name in FIFA that year was Shock Me. I guess I was just <laughs> Shock Me. Addicted to being shocked. I don't know. Um, I've returned. I've returned to my uh, my apartment. Well, Be I don't, don't have any other big questions. I was just going to have them read off the power rankings, unless you have anything else, Kenny. No. I'm very excited, Tyler. You're uh, you're coming to Ball's party, right? Ball's party. When's that? Friday. Oh fuck. Also, I just wanted to say real quick. Um, 
I was thinking about this yesterday. Everyone who plays the game, you just lost the game. Wow. Fuck um, you. That's actually- <laughs> that is psycho. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait, wait what? I'm on a podcast and I lost the game. That's actually. Yeah, yeah. He was I mean, going to love that. It out so not everyone else's day is ruined. Hugh wait, is going to be beside what? himself. Yeah, Hugh is going to be beside himself for the rest of the week because of you. You don't know the game, Kenny? I don't get it. I don't get it. Welcome to the worst night of your life. You have to play it the rest of your life. Do you want to be explained the game? Well, I think now that means everyone that listens also would be a part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. They're all in. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. the The game is if you think of the game, you lose the game. So when somebody says they've lost the game, they have to say it out loud. Then everyone else in the room has also lost the game until you next think of the game when you lose the game. It could be years. Yeah, I don't know the last time I lost the game. I can't. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think we've been playing this game for like five or six years. This is like panels around the rows all over again. <laughs> um, but yeah, he will be beside himself for that. Um, Tyler, I hope to see you at Balls on Friday. I'll be in town. Business trip. Of course. Here, this um, is the couch you're sitting on, Joey. It's a super couch. Joey, I yeah. just. Uh... Joey, I just matched with a chick on from Montreal on Bumble. Oh, yeah? No big deal, whatever. What's She's her name? She's in tra- travel mode. <laughs> What's her name? What What was just posted in the chat here? Ooh. Oh, the pace? Not in last? That's huge. Power rankings. Please read them off as our last no way. podcast. <laughs> read them, Joey. Read them. The Snoops coming in at number one. We got Chevy Chase Thunder at two, obviously. I mean, psycho team. Sims and Sims, always solid team grit over at fourth. Um, Lokes, alcoholics, spelled wrong, it looks like. Uh, that's Ball's team. He's sitting there in fifth. Rio Grande Margarita's coming in at sixth there. Set the tone there at seventh. Good job, Conti. Uh, as usual, middle of the pack, always solid. Jake Reardon, you know, coming in there at eighth. We love Young Hoes, ninth. And, of course, the pace not in last this week. At 10th, we suck at 11th, and uh, obviously somebody sucks more than we suck. That is Ruben Denny's uh, coming in last there at 12. Well, boys, thank you for joining the podcast. Joey, maybe you'll start listening now that you've been a guest, you fucking asshole. Tyler, always great to see you. Well, can we touch base real quick? Yeah, Joey, let's touch base. First, can we say goodbye to everyone, or can we, you want to touch base first, and then we can say goodbye to everyone? Uh, we can say goodbye, and then we'll touch base. Okay. Everyone, thanks for listening. Have fun touching base, everyone. All right, see you, boys. See you, boys.